0: And welcome in the Sports Takes with Jake, the podcast edition. We are here with a special Podcast 3 edition to get my partner Christian Smith's NFL picks here for this week's slate of games here on Sunday. We already had Los Angeles destroy the New England Patriots 24-3 on Thursday night. So we just want to quick have a quick uh, podcast here to get his predictions for this week's games and uh, maybe a little bit of discussion about the games. So we'll just get right into it here. Houston at Chicago.
1: You know, a couple of teams coming in this game. Um, Houston, virtually nothing to play for. Um, Chicago, however, kind of on the outside looking in. But um, this is interesting because they get the win here and the Vikings lose in Tampa Bay. Um, Not that I'm making that prediction yet, but, you know, They'll be six and seven if the G-men beat the Cardinals, and the Cardinals will be six and seven. Then suddenly, you have a six and seven Chicago Bears team, which I don't know who'd own the tiebreaker in this situation. But it's interesting, and I'm actually going to take the Bears in this one. You know, despite the injuries, you know, despite Mitchell Trubisky being, you know, very terrible for the most part throughout his career, you know, I don't know how in the world he went number two overall. But I'm going to take the Chicago Bears in this game at home on a Sunday afternoon, and the Bears win this game. I'm going to go with a low-scoring affair here. How about 17-13?
0: Yes, yeah. Actually, I actually disagree with you on that pick. I, I have Houston in this one. I think Deshaun Watson has the edge over Mitchell Trubisky, and that's pretty much the only reason why I'm picking Houston here. I'm picking Houston 24, Chicago 21 from Soldier Field.
1: Yes, yeah. I'm not going to count on the Texans either. That's a great point, Jacob. I mean, since starting 0-4, Romeo Crennel has kind of brought this team back to playing at least some respectable football. Yes. You know? Bill O'Brien had them, you know, look like they wouldn't win a game. I mean, they'd be the next lap and stuff in the league, you know, surpassing the Giants and the Browns and the Jets. But that's not the case. Um, they, they came back, they played well, and Romeo Cornell, I think, is making a very strong case for whether he deserves to get that interim tag removed for next year. But that's obviously a conversation for a different day. But um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Tex- Texans get the win here. And it would kind of be nice to see them get a win, considering Romeo Cornell can add another win to his resume.
0: Yes. Uh, the next game, Dallas at Cincinnati, and a pair of teams who have nine losses each.
1: You know, this is uh, more more of a big game for the Cowboys because you know, obviously, they get the win here. They get a win in the following week, and if they if they could somehow be six and nine, now it's not going to be easy, folks. They have a tough slate coming up here, but a winnable slate, I think. You know, um, if they can be six and nine going into that Giants game. Um, and, the, and they beat the Giants, and the Giants finish with the same record as them. And if Washington, by some chance, has a record worse than them, then Dallas is suddenly, suddenly your NFC's champion. Folks, that was just me being humorous. That's not going to happen. But the Cowboys will win the game in Cincinnati. The Bengals are bad, and the Cowboys will win this one, I believe. Another low scoring affair here 13 um, 10, Andy Dalton gets revenge over his former team in Cincinnati.
0: You know, it's funny. When you were talking, I was just thinking I was going to say thirteen ten Dallas, and you took the words right out of my mouth. So I'm saying thirteen ten Dallas, and like you said, Andy Dalton will get revenge on his former team, the Cincinnati Bengals, who he played with for nine seasons. The big 1 o'clock matchup, Kansas City travels to Hard Rock Stadium and the Miami Dolphins.
1: You know, I like the way the Dolphins are playing, but I can figure out Brian Flores. I don't think this guy deserves any credit for his team playing well. Why? Because, whenever a quarterback starts playing well, he benches them in favor of the other. It's completely beyond me. Um, but I think the Chiefs win this game handily, partner. Thirty-one to three. I wouldn't be surprised if it's worse.
0: Wow, that's a shock. I definitely think.
1: My is overrated, folks. Stop hyping this team up. If they get in the playoffs, they will be one and done. Another one bites the dust.
0: Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with you with the overrated part. Definitely, I was sort of on the my, I actually was in the Miami band, bandwagon for a few weeks there when we were uh, have our normal radio show. But you know, like you said, you know, like seeing this quarterback carousel between Fitz Magic, Fitz Tragic, Fitz Patrick, or whatever you want to call him, and uh, Tua Tagovailoa has just been, uh, I think, a detriment to the team. And um, you know, I think Kansas City. You know, I watched them play last week. You know, they barely beat Denver, but. You know, this offense is legendary. You know, Pat Mahomes and, you know, Le'Veon Bell, Tyree Hill, Travis Kelsey, Andy Reid, you name them all. I mean, their offense is explosive. Um, yeah, I got Kansas City in this one. No um, guess it to be a blowout that bad. I think Kansas City wins, though, 38-21 over the Miami Dolphins. Now, a, well, I think one of the biggest games of the day. 6-6 six and six, Arizona travels to the 5-7 and seven New York New, – NFC East leading New York football Giants at 5-7. and seven.
1: You know what? To be honest with you, I'm a Giants fan and I think everybody knows that by now. But there's no doubt that this team has been playing better than anybody else in the league. Yes. could say Washington, but I mean, come on. What's the more impressive win? I think the Giants going into Arizona as opposed to Washington going into Pittsburgh. Why do I say that, Jacob?
0: New York and Seattle partner.
1: Seattle Seattle was averaging 31 points a game on offense. The Giants hold them to 10. Don't forget the two points came from a safety to make 12. Yes. Okay? 31 points a game. This Giants defense is unstoppable. They have so many playmakers between Logan Ryan and Blake Martinez and Jabril Peppers playing the best football of his young career. I mean, those are just a handful of guys on defense, but those are the most notable names. Logan Ryan may go to the Pro Bowl this year. Blake Martinez. Who even heard of this guy before this year? Okay? You know... He may go to the Pro Bowl. This Giants defense under Patrick Graham. Patrick Graham, now this is an early prediction, okay? Nothing to do with the score predictions, but he is going to be a head coach in the NFL next year. Mm. He has transformed a terrible Giants defense the last four or five years. I think the last thing they had a good defense was 2016, by the way. But this defense was horrible on paper. He coached them up. It's young pieces now all coming together. They have some fifth and sixth rounders out there from last draft out there making plays for them, take getting takeaways. The Giants beat the Arizona Cardinals, another low-scoring affair, and I think they win regardless, even if it's Colt McCoy, who, by the way, made a bunch of good plays in the win last week in Seattle. He didn't throw for any touchdowns. Wayne Gallman took care of business. Yeah, my guy Wayne Gallman. Remember, I was hyping him up early on saying, this is make or break for him. This is chance to shine here, okay? um, But – They're just playing such good football. Cole McCoy made some great throws and was able to move the chains for the Giants. And it's all about moving those chains. That's what it's all about. And help them get just enough points on the board to win the game. And he does that, or Daniel Jones does it again. Daniel Jones isn't much better than Cole McCoy, but a little bit better. And and much younger, obviously, and more mobile. But the G-men get the win in this one. Yes, my G-men. Another low-scoring affair. And this will be the fourth game in a row that the New York football Giants defense does not allow any more than 17 points. The Giants will win the football game. That's a big stat, by the way, not allowing any more than 17 in four games. The Giants win the football game, and they win it by a final score of 21-14. Yeah,
0: I gotta agree. I, I know I saw Daniel Jones is playing tomorrow, um, so that's a boost for the New York football Giants there. I, I did see Blake Martinez as questionable. I'm not sure what his status is for tomorrow. Um, my,
1: my boy, man, I want to get his jersey, Jacob.
0: Yes, uh, he's been playing very well here, and I I agree. I think that's not just a Giants fans bias. Blake Martinez, I think, should be a Pro Bowl Pro Bowler this year. Uh, he's been playing very well for them, uh, especially their very improved defense. Um, I got New York in this one as well. I think the Giants and the Meadowlands beat the all of a sudden struggling Arizona Cardinals. So they've lost three straight. I think you make it four straight. I think New York wins twenty four to twenty over the Arizona Cardinals.
1: Now don't mind me here. I have to make a comment quick. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Arizona folks, they're a mess. They are. If they win this football game somehow, some way against this red hot Giants defense and you know thriving offense with Wayne Gallman and company, okay, it still won't matter. The Cardinals are one time six and three. For heaven's sake, they are my they are my sexy favorite in the NFC. Okay. They're wow. playing that. That's just such good football. You remember that? You were like, Jacob's like, what, Arizona? I said, yeah, they're playing good football. They're a mess. And really, they should have a few more losses, including the Hail Murray.
0: Yes. Yeah, Buffalo.
1: Yes. So really, they should be like four and eight at the very least, maybe five and seven, but they're, they're not good. And Cliff Kingsbury, still a questionable hire for many.
0: 35 this and difference... 40 in five years at Texas tech.
1: Yes. It, that, that's beyond me. And it's all, it must've been a money deal involved there. And, you know, he's a disaster. So is Arizona and, and Kyler Murray, he's alright, he's not great. He should maybe he should have considered a baseball career. Um he's no Russell Wilson, so stop comparing him. Stop comparing him to the former Cam Newton and Michael Vick. It's not a reality. It's a bunch of BS. Stop. Arizona and Kyler Murray are not that good and their record shows that they are six and six. Yes. And they're struggling. And they're gonna lose again. They're gonna be under five hundred and a team like the Bears will step in. Folks, I don't know who has the tiebreaker, but the Bears will be in a better position. Even the Detroit Lions, you never know, you know? Okay, back to you, Jacob.
0: Yes, uh, Minnesota at Tampa Bay. Another interesting matchup between uh, these six... Well, actually, no, these seven-seed Minnesota Vikings and these six-seed Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
1: You know what? Let me just say one thing. Two mediocre football teams going at it. Yes. These teams are not that good. Now, Minnesota... Don't get me wrong. I was starting to hop on the train, hop on their train a couple weeks ago. Um, but after that loss to Dallas, it completely defined their season. They suck. They're terrible. They are not very good. Who cares? If they're six and six. All that talent. They should be much better. Mike Zimmer is going to be a goner after this year. Even if they're the seven seed or the nine seed, however many teams they end up allowing in at this point. Okay. Maybe they just might as well let all sixteen and make a sweet sixteen out of the deal. Okay. Um, but. You know, you know Roger Goodell. He's a, he's a mess. But sticking on the point here, these are two bad football teams. Um, I, I'm looking at Tampa Bay here. Yeah, they, they lost close games to the Chiefs and the Rams. But those games were at home. Those are bad losses. The Saints beat them up twice. They nearly lost to my G-men when they were terrible. And yes. they lost to the Chicago Bears. Tampa Bay is terrible. And you want to know why? Maybe because they have a 43-year-old quarterback. But not only that. Because their head coach throws the GOAT, people like to go under the bus. Yes. They are not They are not good, but they will get the win over Minnesota because I think Minnesota's just worse. And it's like, it's going to be a close one. I'll tell you, that'll be a nice football game to watch. It'll be 27-24, the third straight 27-24 game for Tampa Bay. This time they come out on top. And yes, they will make the playoffs, unfortunately, but they'll be knocked first round.
0: Yeah, I... I don't know. I keep going back and forth. Originally, I picked Tampa Bay on, on Tuesday night when we had our other show. And but for some reason, I just keep thinking Minnesota's won five of the last six. And I know, you know, people are like, oh, they lost to Dallas. And I get that. That's a horrible loss. But they've been playing very well. You know, Kirk Cousins has been, I mean, every week it seems like I look at his stats, over 300 yards, three touchdowns every week. Dalvin Cook's been running the ball very well this year. I'm changing my pick. I think Minnesota comes into Tampa Bay, knocks off the Bucks. I think that, like Christian said, their Bruce Arians is really just destroying that culture down there. I think him and Brady aren't on the same page in regards to who's actually running the show. I think Brady wants to be the the quarterback slash coach slash general manager of that team, and you know, kind of like LeBron does all of his NBA teams. But um, I just don't think that's working right now. it just seems like there's everybody's on different wavelengths here in regards to who's running the show, and I think Minnesota's got it together here. I think Minnesota comes in and stuns the Buccaneers. I think Minnesota wins thirty-one twenty-eight over Tampa Bay, and I think Tampa Bay puts puts them in a spiral. And I don't, I don't even think they make. If they lose Tampa Bay, loses this game. I don't think they make the playoffs. Because... If Tampa Bay
1: lose, well, see, that's gonna be tough. I mean, maybe if Arizona gets to win. Then they'll both be seven and six, but I mean, there's still gonna be a bunch of six and seven teams behind them, or maybe five and eight. So I think they still get in regardless.
0: You know, I've watched. I mean, I've watched his Tampa Bay team partner, and you you, you point out that Monday night game against the Giants. I think the Giants should have won that game. Um, and even oh, some, don't of these, some of these other prime time games. You remember that New Orleans game? They got blown out thirty eight to three. You know, the Chiefs game they got they were getting blown out before they scored some garbage time points to make it a close game. Like. This team is not good. You know, I know they brought in Gronkowski and Antonio. Antonio Brown's been terrible. I have no idea why they brought him. He's a cancer in the locker room. I have no idea why he brought him in. And this offense just looks discombobulated, out of joint, out of out of sync. And I, I just think Minnesota has together to come in and beat the Bucks.
1: And there's so much talent in Tampa Bay and Minnesota. But let me tell you something, okay? Mike Zimmer, Bruce Arians, Doug Peterson, guys like that. Sorry. Okay, old white men in the N- as NFL coaches, not even white men. I shouldn't really say that, but older men, okay, in the NFL as head coaches, not working out too well anymore.
0: No, yeah, I mean it's it's tough. You know, you're kind of trying to marry the old school with the new school, and you know, kind of
1: give it up already. I mean, that's what do you think cost Tom Coughlin his job? Okay, players can't stand old coaches. Yes, okay, why yes. do you think there's all these? Young offensive minds and quarterback whispers. Yes, I mean they're the ones that are
0: thriving. Yeah, look, look at Sean McVay guys. out there in Los Angeles.
1: Joe, I mean, unless you're Andy Reid, just stop trying. Okay, you look at the young coaches. There's Joe Judge, um, Matt Rule. I think he's doing a lot of good things in Carolina, despite their Sean record. McVay. yeah, McVay. Um, you got you got um Greg Ver-
0: Stefanski in Cleveland.
1: Rebel, yeah. Um, Cleveland's coach, yeah. Um, even guys like Jay Gruden, we'll get to that in a little bit, but I mean, it's just these old coaches here, you know, it's, it's time. You, you got to turn the page here. That's why I think Raheem Morris gets the full-time gig in Atlanta. Um, and it's time to catch up with the times here, you know, not everybody's a Sean Payne and, and Andy reading to keep it going, you know, and even them, their time will come too. It happens to everybody.
0: Mm-hmm. So our next game, Denver at Carolina.
1: You know, this is just the true definition of a who-cares game. But this is a very important game, guys, for the losing team. The losing team will be in better position for a higher draft pick. There's a handful of four and eight teams in the NFL. So you got to wonder, okay, what's more important right now? The Broncos winning a football game or getting Vic Fangio to wear a damn mask? Okay, I mean... That, that's just what this is coming down to, okay? I should probably rephrase that. What's more important? Winning this game or getting a higher draft pick? Getting a higher draft pick. Nobody cares about the Carolina Panthers and Teddy Bridgewater. Same thing with Denver, whoever the hell their quarterback Drew is. Some Drew Law, Missouri, okay? Um, Bongio's gone. Matt Rule's back, but I think Carolina wins this game, you know, simply by, simply by being the home team. Um, and they get the win. 24-20 is my final score prediction for that game.
0: Yeah, for some reason, I just look at this game, and I think Denver's defense wins this game. They they held Kansas City to 22 points last week, and I think that continues this week with Teddy Bridgewater. I think Denver comes into Carolina and defeats the, I think, overrated or was overrated Teddy Bridgewater, Matt Rule, and company in the Carolina Panthers. I think Denver wins this one 20-17, and especially Carolina without Christian McCaffrey. I think it's hurt him a lot this year. He hasn't played much, and he's a very dynamic player. Um, for Carolina, so I think Denver comes out with a win. Tennessee at Jacksonville.
1: You know what? These Jacksonville Jaguars, they remind me a lot of my New York football giants. A lot of close football games, but just can't seem to win any of them. Let me just say how it's, how it's been for them, okay? Just to remind everybody, lost at Minnesota on the 6th, 27-24. Lost at home against the Browns, a good Browns team, 27-25. Then they got blown off the Pittsburgh, but a 24-20 loss to Green Bay at Green Bay. Home loss against the Texans 25-27. At Los Angeles, 39-29. Go back to the beginning of the season, they lose eight by eight points to the Bengals, and they lose by three to the Titans. And their first win of the season was a their, their first game of the season was a win over the Colts 27-20. You know, Jacksonville is not as bad as we think. But they gotta get rid of Doug Marone. But you know what? Because of how good they're playing. They finally get a win in this game, and they prove to their fans: no, we're not just tanking to get Trevor Lawrence. Guess what? They actually are. Hey, okay. but anyways, uh, <laughs> because I mean, come on, it's just it's just common sense. But I think I think Jacksonville just wins the game because simply, you know, simply because they 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 run out of ways to blow the game intentionally. They win this game, and they win 27 twenty-seven twenty-one, and they win their second game of the year, and. Trevor Lawrence either goes back to school or goes into Jets. I'd go back to school.
0: Yeah, I've been saying that for, you know, the whole time, pretty much we've been on this show. Um, I disagree with the pick, though. I think Tennessee, they, you know, got stomped by Cleveland last week. I think they come out with vengeance. Um, I I mean, I agree with you. I think Jacksonville is a better team than their record indicates, but they've lost 11 straight, and I really don't think they are interested (laughs) in winning any other games this year. Um, So I think Tennessee wins. I think rather handily. I think 32 to uh, 19 is my prediction. Tennessee comes out with their ninth win of the season as. Wow, I'm just watching. This LSU Florida getting very good. Tied at 34 here, in over a minute to go. Um, anyway, let's get back to the NFL. Indianapolis at Las Vegas, a 405 kick.
1: Um, This is a big game. Las Vegas wins, and they're suddenly in the playoff spot as a number seven seed in the AFC. Guess what? John Gruden doesn't make it happen. Sorry. Karma is a B-I-T-C-H for not wearing a mask. Um but anyways, uh, <laughs> Yeah, sorry John Gruden. You're going to have another six success- unsuccessful season. One of those be the fourth or fifth one already since he returned to Oakland or Las Vegas. Third yeah.
0: season, right? Yeah. Third season it has, Yeah, it's either a second or third, yeah.
1: Yeah, and he's done nothing. It's going to continue. I think I think they lose this game to the Colts at home. Um so just put your mask on, okay? Maybe you'll have some kind of chance of winning, you know. The football gods will be with you. And, you know, if you just put that mask on and not say, oh, I had it already, because guess what? Somewhere out there, Nick Saban's saying, I just got it for the 18th time. <laughs> so, I mean, just wear it. But anyway, has got to stay on topic here. The Colts win the game. You know, I like the way the Colts are playing. I think that they're going to end up the, winning that AFC South. Um, and I think this is the first step to doing so. And they win this game, a final score, um, I think rather handily. I mean, for some reason, I just don't like this Raiders team. I don't think they're very good. I think the Jets literally let them win last week so they could get Trevor Lawrence. I mean, how wide open could he? He couldn't have been that wide open. I mean, come on. Really, <laughs> folks? They let them win the game. Okay. The Jets figured, what? What's the difference? You go 1-15 or 0 in 16 I mean, come on. Uh, you, you tell me what you would do. What you would do. Um, sorry, Jets fans. Um, but I think I think the Colts win this game again, thirty-four
0: seventeen. Wow, yeah, I I just think both actually both teams are very inconsistent. I know that you know Indianapolis is eight and four. Um,
1: we love Frank Reich partner.
0: Yes, we do. But I, for some reason, this game I am rolling with Ve- Vegas here. Um, I just feel like Derek Carr is playing very well. I'm not a huge fan of Gruden, but. Um, at the end of the day, I think Derek Carr outplays Phillip Rivers, and I think the Raiders pull this one out. The Raiders win 35-33 over the Colts in Allegiant Stadium. Uh, here's a laugher. New York Jets going to Seattle.
1: Okay, everybody. It's time for my famous joke. Seattle 70, Jets 0. <laughs>
0: Yeah, this is this is gonna be uh, I mean I honestly feel like it's gonna be close than people think because Seattle, like you know last couple it's weeks have not played Hold on, let me make my point. Seattle has not played very well the last couple weeks. I mean, you look at the Philly game, they should have blown us out by thirty and they only beat us by six. And then <sighs> the New York Giants, now the Giants are playing very well. They came into Seattle, Seattle only scores ten points plus a safety. I think Seattle wins this one. Um, I think the Jets hang around for a while. I think Seattle pulled away, wins by two scores. I think Seattle wins 31-17 over the uh, Jets. Green Bay at Detroit from Ford Field in an interesting matchup.
1: You know what? The Detroit Lions are on to something. Ever since firing that disgusting, black-bearded head coach they had,
0: Matt Patricia,
1: the so-called rocket science, rocket scientist, you know, uh. They've been playing better. And one thing in the role I can't figure out why they would want the, the former Giants GM Jerry Reese. I mean, that guy is just a disaster. You know, I don't know why you'd want someone like him, but it. but anyways, Matt Stafford and, and company are onto something, and they shocked the living hell out of the Green Bay Packers and his game partner. Wow. And no, there will not be any kind of Rodgers, hell, Murray. To shock the Lions for the eighty million time, you know it seems like that happens every year.
0: Yes. But
1: the Lions win the football game, um, hmm. and they win it again. Another close. I think it's going to be a great game of close games this week. They win the game twenty nine twenty seven. Hmm.
0: Wow, that's an interesting. Pick. Um. I. I would roll with Detroit in this one, but I think Green Bay is too much to play for right now, especially when you think about. In the playoffs this year, there's only that one seed gets to buy, and that's going to be very important uh, for whoever gets that buy. It's going to be New Orleans and Green Bay duking it out here the last couple weeks for that one seed, and I think that's what's going to motivate Green Bay here. I think think the Lions have a very valiant fight. Um, I'm picking Green Bay 38-35 in overtime, in overtime over Detroit at Ford Field. I think Mason Crosby nails about a 40-yarder in overtime to win it. And America's, from Fox, America's Game of the Week, New Orleans at Philadelphia. Jalen Hurts making his first NFL start against probably the top defense in the NFL in New Orleans.
1: Okay, Um. Game of the Week, they must have listened to my prediction. Yes, folks, okay, if you're listening again, my prediction stands. It will be the Philadelphia Eagles getting their one miraculous miracle victory uh, that they get every year. It's their annual win. It seems like it's always against Belichick or, you know, someone, someone else that's good. I mean, Green Bay. They beat Green Bay a few times already over the years. But this is that one game they do it. Why do I say that? Because the New Orleans Saints are not that good with Taysom Hill. And the Eagles are finally benching terrible Carson Wentz. He's done. And if Jalen Hurts shines in this game and moving forward, especially if he could somehow get the Eagles to win this division, by the way, they're still very much alive mathematically for all you mathematicians out there. The Eagles are going to win this football game with Jalen Hurts. I like Jalen Hurts. I hope Philadelphia wins the football game. I would like to see them stick around in the NFCs. This would be the NFC's third straight-up set. And if you want to consider the Giants an upset of the Cardinals, I don't if they beat them, I don't think that'll be much of an upset, but um this'll be huge. Philly's back on track in this game. This game this win will also save Doug Peterson. He'll be back next year. And Carson Wentz, well, he'll be kicked to the side of the curb for good. And, you know, he'll be seeking trade offers in the offseason.
0: Wow. Uh, yeah, very interesting pick there. Uh twenty
1: three seventeen. I don't know if I said the score yet.
0: By Smith. Um yeah, I think New Orleans is going to embarrass Jalen Hurts. I just think he's going to – I think early he'll be all right, but I think later on in the game you'll see he is a rookie and uh, that I think New Orleans' defense is going to confuse him, give him some different coverages, different looks. And I think uh, New Orleans comes out on top eventually. 31-23, uh, to 23. New Orleans comes into Philadelphia and beats my beloved Eagles. Um, not sure where Carson his future looks like in Philly. I think he starts next year. I really do. I think he wins the QB competition in the off season. I think he starts next year because it's just way too much money to put a guy on the bench. Unless they cut him, which I think 59600000 million they'd have to pay. Um, I think he, I think he starts next year. Um, Anyway, I have to interject because LSU Cody York just made a 57-yarder to put LSU up three here at twenty-three seconds ago. Looks like Florida's going to lose out in their CFP bid here. Did um, you say
1: a 57-yarder? Yeah, he
0: nailed it, too. He had, like, a couple yards to spare. He nailed it right down the middle.
1: Wow, these college kids are getting better and better. Seventeen seconds to I
0: wonder what... Florida looking to get a field goal to tie. I don't think they're going to get it, but we'll see. Um... Yeah, well, yeah, the actually the cornerback the threw the guy's shoe partner and they got a fifteen yard penalty. They would have stopped LSU before they kicked that field goal and the guy threw his shoe. And that's what led to the field goal. <laughs> that's
1: ridiculous. I mean that, that guy's gonna be in trouble.
0: Yeah. Um Atlanta at Los Angeles in an interesting matchup. Well, in Los Angeles is playing really stadium. Stadium.
1: um Justin Herbert's finally shown some some of his rookie side in him. Um as good as he's been, he's still gonna win offensive rookie of the year in the AFC. Um, but Atlanta's playing well with Raheem Morris. I really liked Raheem Morris. I liked him when he was the head coach in Tampa Bay. I thought he was too young, but I think he gets his chance because he has played. He's been coaching him well there. I think they're three and two or something in their last and start one and six. They're not playing terrible. You know, they're playing better kind of like the Texans are with Romeo Cronell. Um, And I've been rooting for, Raheem i will continue to do so. And they get a win in Los Angeles. It won't be easy. It's going to be close. But I think they pull it out nonetheless. Um, a little bit more of a high-scoring affair. 38-31.
0: Mm, mm. Yeah, I, I think Los Angeles wins this one. I, I, the only reason why I'm riding with Justin Herbert here, he's been playing well all year except for that New England game. I agree with you, though. I think it's going to be a high-scoring affair, offensive shootout. Uh, but I think Justin Herbert gets the best of Matty Ice, Matt Ryan, and Raheem Morris there. And the Atlanta Falcons, I have Los Angeles winning 41-38 over the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Washington 5-7 and seven travels to San Francisco. Actually, sorry, State Farm Stadium in Glendale because uh, Santa Clara, no contact sports for two weeks. So Washington at the Glendale 49ers.
1: You know what? Just a quick shout out to you know Nancy. Thanks for this game being in Arizona. Thank you very much. You know you're wonderful. You're really letting your entire state down. But anyways, in this game, uh, you know I can't believe that the line is San Francisco minus three. I I, I can't figure it out. I think Washington rolls over them completely. You know, forty-one sixteen. Call mm. me crazy. Mm. San Francisco's been a mess. I hope I'm wrong. I would love to see Washington go down to San Fran. You know, so they could finally start losing again, and then that will that will kind of like you know seal the deal for my Giants to win the East. But it's just not going to happen. Washington's one of the hottest right now. and They're going to continue giving the G-men the run for their money, and keep the fight alive here. And they win this game again, big forty-one sixteen in Arizona.
0: Yeah, I I would definitely take Washington plus three in this game if I were better, um, which I'm not. But um, I think Washington wins as well. I think Washington wins twenty-seven to seventeen over the 49ers. Ooh, Florida, the kick is... Oh, he missed it. And LSU pulls off the stunner. Well, Florida's dumb. Um,
1: you mean to tell me they got in the field goal range that fast?
0: 51 yarder and it's no good. And Florida well, loses.
1: Now we know who the better kicker is out of the two.
0: I guess so. Um, Pittsburgh at Buffalo in the Sunday night matchup.
1: We did it. We did it. We won, yes. Go Tigers. Um... You know what? Pittsburgh has not been very impressive the last couple of weeks, and it finally caught up to them last week when they lost to the Washington football team. But, you know, even Pittsburgh looked bad against the Ravens, you know, who were coming off COVID issues. And, you know, I still can't figure out why Trace McSorley, our boy from Penn State, we are, didn't start a quarterback. Um, But he got a late garbage time touchdown. You know, it's not garbage time. There's still two-something left. But I think Buffalo wins this ballgame here, and I think they win it 31-24.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I think Pittsburgh's overrated. I know, they, you know they're 11-1, but they, a couple of their wins have been uh, not very convincing. Um, I think Buffalo wins this game... Um, especially since they're at home. I think Buffalo pulls one out. I think Buffalo is going to be a dangerous team in the playoffs with Josh Allen really emerging this year. Um, I have Buffalo winning this one 31-24 over the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the Monday night matchup, we have Baltimore at Cleveland in a very good game.
1: Yes, folks. I still believe the Cleveland Browns will win the AFC conference. Wow. And they will beat Baltimore to continue their run to doing so. But they won't be my Giants on Sunday night football. Just so you know. Early prediction. Looking ahead. But uh the Browns win this game over the Ravens. The Ravens are not very good. I don't think Lamar Jackson's very good. Um and they win this game twenty four seventeen. Cleveland wins.
0: Yeah, I mean I've I've been saying all year that uh, I won't believe in Cleveland. Um but I'm starting to a little bit now. They've really been impressive um you know, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt have been a you know a two-headed monster out of the backfield. Baker has looked a lot better this year, especially with you know limiting those turnovers and especially last week against Tennessee, he was he was on fire with you know some of those deep balls. You know he's really accurate <clears throat> accurate with those deep passes, um, especially being at home here. Um, and I, like I said all year, Baltimore is overrated. Lamar Jackson is very overrated. I I still don't understand how people he was the MVP last year all he is is a running back playing quarterback and he occasionally throws a nice ball. Um, I think Cleveland wins this handily um, 34 to 17 over Baltimore I, I just I don't I don't see Baltimore really competing in this game. Um, I think Cleveland wins 34-17 over the Ravens. so with that, as all of our games, any last thoughts, partner, on the Sunday slate or Monday slate of NFL action?
1: Well, I think so far this is the most important week of the NFL season. Um, you know, you got a handful of good games between Arizona and the Giants, between even Denver and Carolina, as far as draft order goes, and same thing with Dallas and Cincinnati. You got the Titans needing a win, you know, to stay with even with the Colts. Same thing with the Colts in their game with the Raiders. The Raiders need a win to stay in. Kansas City, Miami should be a good one. Um, even though I said Casey we would win handle He's still two teams in it going at it. You have Tampa Bay and Minnesota. I think that's the biggest one. Why in the row wouldn't that be Fox's game of the week? I have no idea.
0: Yeah, I, I agree.
1: Um, but, you know, you have Chicago would have just a win away from potentially being the number seven seed or at least tied for it. Um, Las Vegas and Indianapolis, again, a good game. Um, I have Detroit being Green Bay, but still, that could be a good game. You never know. Um, even, even New Orleans and Philadelphia, I think it's a close game, and I think it go it could go either way, but obviously I think Philly will win. But Pittsburgh-Buffalo, good game. Washington-San Francisco should be, you know, hopefully it's not a 25-point game like I envision it to be. But then same thing with baltimore and cleveland So there's so many good games, so much on the line this week. And I think a lot of coaches – Keep an eye on a lot of coaches. I think I think guys like Raheem Morris and Romeo Cornell, um in uh, Atlanta and Houston, I think they are two guys to watch. I think if they get wins in week 14, it can propel them to being the full-time head coach next year. You know, So mm. keep an eye on that. Um, and I think Adam Gase can get fired at any moment now with the Jets. Yes. I think even Matt Nagy. That's his name, right? Or is it Sean Nagy?
0: Yeah, Matt Nagy, yep.
1: Yeah, with, with Chicago, I think he could be out the door any minute in time here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so there's a, definitely a lot of coaches out there that I think you know could soon be shown the door, including Doug, Doug Marone in, in Jacksonville. Um, boy, it's hard to believe he's still the coach after all the years of misery. Yes. But anyways, uh, you know, so there's just so much on the line. This will be a huge week. I know in our fantasy league, it's the first week of the playoffs. Jacob and I are one of the first ones out, but he's in this. He's in in this other fantasy league, is he? Knocked out Zach Boyer. Yes. Congrats, congrats on that win, buddy.
0: Yes. We're gonna to try to win the 180 buck prize. We got to get through the quarterfinal round first.
1: Yeah, but I just wanted to really take a moment to thank Jacob for bringing me on here tonight. Um, it really meant a lot. I've been so excited about this NFL week, this NFL slate of games since the end of last week. You know, I always look ahead after the games end after monday night i'm sure jacob you do a similar thing yes you know you look you look at it, the games and you get excited and i really wanted to get a chance to actually talk about these games you know in a way that doesn't that isn't just me doing it because i love to commentate sports like i actually got it got to do it for a purpose here and that's for all of you guys of course all of our wonderful listeners you know it's gonna be an exciting week i cannot wait to watch the games tomorrow besides going to work and going to mass later that's gonna be my sunday just watching the football games, of course. Keeping a very close eye on my Giants and Jacob's Eagles. I hope they could beat the Saints and Jalen Hurts. You know, it's the start of something new and something special for him. Um, I still think he got he got the, the the tough end of the stick in Alabama. Um, I you know I wish he would have that would have been a different outcome there for him. But you know, still nonetheless he got drafted and has a chance to prove that he could be an NFL quarterback. You know, with the Eagles. Um, so just a lot to look out for. Thank you, Jacob, for bringing me on. You know, I'm really excited for our normal show again next week. And, you know, maybe we could even start doing something like this every week to, you know, focus on other things during the podcast, such as college football. And, uh, of course, a big win for Penn State today as well. I I thought they looked very well.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, We're going to talk more about the, uh, you know, all the college football action on, uh, I believe, Tuesday, um, hopefully. Um, But, um, but yeah, no, I – uh, I really wanted to do this just to get your takes and all these games. I know you were very excited about uh, talking about the, this. I think probably the best slate of games we've had all year in the NFL. Um, there's so many um, games that have playoff implications, even though we're only a couple, we're a couple weeks out yet, but I mean, we're in the middle of December here. This is crunch time for playoffs and you know, we, we're going to see who's who are pretenders and who are contenders and, uh, you know, I think we're going to find out a lot more I think tomorrow night this time we're going to we're going to have a lot better idea who's going to be dangerous and who's going to be sitting at home watching the playoffs. Um
1: You know what I wanted to say quick was, you know, for the first time ever I think, this not the AFC but the NFC, there every single team, even the ones that are in the hunt, are within at least two games of a playoff spot. That is crazy. Yes. Literally. Dallas is only two games back even though they're 3 and 9. The, the four and eight teams in Carolina and Atlanta, only two games back of a six and six seven seed Vikings team. So yeah. if they win, Vikings lose. Same same result next week. they are tied all of a sudden. Yeah. You know that's why I said keep an eye on teams. Keep, keep an eye on the Chicago Bears and the Detroit Lions. That's all I'm saying. You know those are gonna be two interesting teams. My biggest upsets are of course Philly and being New Orleans and uh, Detroit over Green Bay. Jacob thinks I'm crazy, but you know he thought I was crazy since day one. That's why we're best friends. <laughs>
0: I don't think that, but um, but yeah, just uh, you know, very interesting podcast here. It's nice uh, to to just talk about one sport. It, it kind of can get overwhelming at times, and you know, I like talking about you know, obviously college and NFL, but it can get overwhelming sometimes. We have a ton of games we're talking about, we're trying to get everything in. Um, so it's nice kind of just have one podcast. Where we're just talking about one thing. Um, we can kind of give a better detailed uh discussion on these games so i think we might actually might modify the show a little bit starting next week i think i like i like this a little better um just kind of talking about one subject in particular compared to trying to just fit everything in um and it's it's shorter for the listeners i think that's better um so you're not having to listen to a two-hour podcast i know no one has time to listen to that um but uh, yes so um, i'm very excited for these games tomorrow we're obviously going to give our takes on all these games, um, on Tuesday. And, uh, we will give our predictions for, uh, next weekend's games sometime next week. I actually like doing it later in the week because we have a better idea of, you know, who's out, who's in, and, uh, like maybe better thoughts on who will win, who will lose. So, um, with that, I'd like to thank, uh, you know, my buddy Christian here for coming on tonight. You know, it's kind of a late one, but, you know, we, we got it in here and, uh, You know, we'll break it all down for you on Tuesday. So we're very excited for that. So, uh, for Christian, I'm Jacob. Uh, Thanks for listening tonight, and uh, we will be with you soon. God bless.